Welcome to the Always Sweaty Podcast, where we dive into the exhilarating world of fitness, parenting, and the chaos of life, all while breaking a sweat constantly and finding the humor in every moment. I am your host, Ashley Johnson, aka AJ, from now on. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. Okay, today we're going to talk about five fitness trends slash habits. I don't really know what to call these uh, to categorize them, but things that are honestly really overrated. But before we get to that, you know, we haven't talked a lot about parenting lately, and that's part of this podcast. It's about getting sweaty when trying to do our best with parenting. And well, I got to tell you, nothing gets me sweatier when it comes to parenting than sleep training. So I think the last time I updated you, it was several weeks ago, actually probably over a month now, we were attempting to change up the sleep routine for Max so that he could go to bed semi-awake in his own crib because that was not the routine we had before. And a lot has changed since then. We purchased a sleep training course. We learned from that course. And I'm happy to say that things have been a lot better. Now, there's always ups and downs, right? So I'm not saying it's all been smooth sailing, but he is napping longer than 30 minutes, I would say 90% of the time. He is able to be put in his crib while he's awake and we can walk out. And he can put himself to sleep. And that is, that's, we've come a long ways. This has been a major stressor that we had for the last, like the last three months of 2023. Trying to figure out why we thought maybe this is just how he is. He doesn't like to nap. Well, turns out we had to, we had to train ourselves so we could train him. And everyone is better for it. So we have a better idea of what he needs. We have a good routine. And it's funny because bedtime routines are, we know, are important for kids, like older kids. I guess I never realized how important they were for babies, which I sound so naive saying that. But they're also super important for adults. So basically, it is never not important to have a sleep routine. That's what I'm learning. Anyways, I'm going to save that topic for another time because sleep routines, they're important. But today we're going to talk about five health and fitness trends slash habits that honestly are overrated, significantly overrated. And I want to talk about this because I think it's some of these popular habit trends that keep people on the outside from wanting to get started because they feel like they need to do these things. Okay, so let's dive right in. The first health and fitness trend that I believe is overrated, and I know some of you do this, and if you do this and it works for you, awesome. But for most people, it's overrated. And that is prepping your food for seven days out. So what I mean by that is taking, let's say, Sunday, like several hours on a Sunday to prep 
all of your food for the week to come. So prepping all of your dinners, all your lunches, all your breakfasts. I think that is overrated. I think if you can do that and it works for you and it saves time and you don't mind eating food that's been prepped several days before, great. More power to you. I'm not that person. And I would never ask a client to do that. I personally am a lot more successful with maybe prepping out. Maybe we'll do our breakfast because breakfast is super easy just to have the same thing all week. In fact, that's what we've done this week. Um, But the idea of eating leftover food for multiple days in a row. And I already get weird with, with food that's been in the fridge too long. Like I, I just, I'm probably overly cautious. I just wouldn't be able to do that. Um, instead, what we do is we will plan out our dinners and then we make sure that we double up the servings so that we have lunch. And we always dish out our lunch, our leftovers for lunch the next day before we sit down and eat because we then it, it just helps portion control. So then we're not left with nothing. Um, we, it, you know, it just works out really well. So that's as much as I will prep ahead for dinners. So I, I truly believe that is, it's extremely overrated. All right. So if you feel like that's what you have to do in order to be successful, I'm here to tell you that that's not true. All right. Okay. All right. The next, the second thing that is overrated when it comes to health and fitness is caring or focusing too much on carbs and fats. Now, don't misinterpret me in thinking that I'm saying carbs and fats aren't important. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that worrying about the specific numbers of each is not that important. It's not. Unless you are an elite level athlete or you are trying to step on a bodybuilding show, you do not need to worry that much about the specific numbers as long as you are getting enough of each. And I realize that's relative and that's that's very vague. Don't cut out either. How about that? But otherwise, as far as numbers go, if you're trying to lose body fat, three things I recommend paying attention to. One is your overall calories. All right, that is the main driver. You need to eat less than you consume. Yes, it's more complicated than that, but that is the general rule of thumb. Second, protein. You need to eat enough protein to maintain your muscle mass. If you don't eat enough protein and you're eating at a calorie deficit, you have a higher chance of losing muscle mass, which sucks, okay? No one wants to lose muscle mass. It's fucking hard to build. All right, plus it's only amazing for everything. Third is your fiber. Yeah, fiber is getting talked about more, I feel like, but forever it really was like this like ugly cousin that no one talked about, even though it's extremely important health-wise. So you want to focus on the, those three things. That's That's more than enough to focus on. That already is tough to focus on. If you feel like you have to hit every macro, you you feel like you're playing an impossible game of Tetris because you are not a robot, I don't think. And maybe, maybe at some point in the future. 
but you have different foods each day and you're not going to be able to get the exact amount of each one. And even if you could, that sounds like a nightmare. No one could do that long term. And also, I just talked about parenting, right? At the beginning of this. It would be, in my opinion, um, a disservice to our kids to have this extreme hyper-focused, uh, numbers-focused eating approach. And when we worry about every macronutrient and then calories and then fiber, it's so overwhelming and that's what our kids see. Right? We can explain why we are focusing on protein and fiber, right? We can say to our kids, this is why protein is important. And I want to make sure I'm eating a lot of protein. This is why fiber is important. This is why I'm making sure that I'm eating high fiber foods. You could potentially even talk to them about calories. And that would be a different conversation that I am not an expert in. But to start explaining yourself of why you're worried about every number, that that is a, a message you don't want to send your kids, okay? So save yourself the overwhelm and the time. Don't worry about carbs and fats because as long as you're keeping your calories at the goal amount or around the goal amount, again, Tetris, <laughs> around the goal amount, you are, you're going to be okay, right? You, the, everything else is going to work itself out. The carbs and fats, they're going to fall where they may. You're going to have some days that are higher fat, lower carb, and vice versa. Some on the middle of the road. And actually, that's great. That is called metabolic flexibility. And that is your body's ability to utilize carbohydrates and fats relatively well. Versus when you only use, or I should say, cut drastic amounts in either of those. All right? Because your body uses both for energy. Okay. So that was number two. Number three, hit workouts. Now, before you get all jumping on me about this, I hit workouts are good, all right? They are good. It's the amount of hit workouts I'm talking about. Hit workouts are what we would call sexy workouts, right? Yay, sexy workouts because they make you sweat and you're jumping around and high-fiving and looking like you're dying, but it's okay because I'm better. Um, no, no. And to be honest, most workouts that are advertised as HIIT workouts aren't actually HIIT workouts anyways. They're more of like basically just steady state cardio. If you think about a lot of fitness classes that are in gyms, really what's happening is your heart rate is sustained at anywhere from 60 to 80, maybe 90% of your max heart rate. And it never really drops below, I feel like 50% is generous. Um, So you're in this really kind of moderate to high level intensity for 30 to 60 minutes. That's not HIT. HIT workout, first of all, stands for high intensity interval workout. I'm sorry, training. (laughs) And that means the interval piece of it is you're getting your heart rate up. You're doing something to get your heart rate up high. And then it comes down through resting, through active recovery, and then you repeat that. 
and the interval lengths depend on what you're training for. Um, they could be very short, very intense, but very short with a longer rest period, or it could be the opposite or someplace in the middle. It depends on why you're training that way. And it is somewhat, well, I won't even say that. Okay. So most people are doing hip workouts the wrong way. And regardless, they're doing these type of workouts too much. So they're overrated. They're not doing what you think they're doing. And it becomes this, uh, this negative cycle because you go do these intense classes. You think they should be causing you to lose all this body fat. What they're really doing, right? and I'm talking in excess. So I'm not talking about the person who maybe goes once or twice a week. I'm talking about the people who go five to seven days a week. So you go, you're, you think you should be losing this weight. Um, you are stressing your body out a ton because these workouts are intense. You're not recovering because you're doing it so often. Um, you get overuse because you're typically doing the same, you're working the same muscle groups in an intense way back to back to back to back for long periods of time. You get sick, you get injured, you don't see the results you want. Sometimes you backslide. It's not good, right? So it's drastically overrated. Okay, don't get mad at me. I'm just spitting the truth here. So that's number three. Number four, overrated. Diets that cut out entire food groups or types of food, all right? So, and I'm talking for, for fat loss, for weight loss, okay? I'm not talking health purposes. I'm not talking um, uh, ethical reasons. But cutting out meat entirely because you think it's going to help you lose body fat. Or cutting out carbohydrates or cutting out fat or cutting out everything except for meat. You guys, come on. If you can't do something for the rest of your life, why are you going to do something that extreme for a short amount of time? What is the point? It's only going to set you back. It's just going to frustrate you. It potentially is going to have negative consequences. It's going to make you hate that kind of food because, and and it's going to make you crave incredibly the foods that you are choosing not to eat, that you are cutting out, actually not choosing. You are telling yourself you can't eat because it'll make you fat. <sighs> that is like trying to sprint the first mile of a marathon and expecting yourself to be able to keep that pace. That's ridiculous. Don't do that. You are not uh, helping yourself, right? If you sprint that first mile, it's not like now you're ahead because then you're going to run at your race pace. No, now you're you're tired and you maybe hurt yourself. Um, you feel sick, right? It's the same thing with these extreme diets. Damn it. If you can't, unless you are the exception to the rule, you are the person who could just live off of meat the rest of your life. Congratulations. Good for you. What drives me bonkers is those people preaching to everyone else that that's what they should do. When the vast majority of people, they need to live in the motherfucking gray area. Okay? So please, please, please understand that this type of eating style is extremely overrated. Extremely. All right. Gosh darn it. Get me all fired up about it. All right, number five, supplements. 
That one might surprise you a little bit. Or maybe it doesn't. Supplements are such a big topic, such a big category. And if we were to like dive within supplements, there are some supplements that are more overrated than others. But I mean as a whole, supplements are a little overrated. That's why it's number five. Honestly, it's the the least overrated in my opinion of these. But there are a lot of things that are you, know, you can get from your food if you know where to eat or what to eat. So for example, probiotics. Um, I used to be a big proponent of getting supplementary uh, probiotics. However, after doing a little research on probiotics and having kind of a better understanding, when you go and buy supplement probiotics, you are getting specific strands. And there, there's a wide spectrum of different quality probiotics and sources and all that jazz. Um, but what I didn't know is that when you get, you get a, a supplement or when you get, let's say yogurt, that's like fortified with extra pro- probiotics is your, you can actually offset the balance, the natural balance of good bacteria in your gut. Um, kind of like if you get a single nutrient, um, supplement, it can throw off the balance, which is why you'll see um, like formulations. What's better is when you can get it from Whole Foods. So like I said, with probiotics, instead of getting an actual supplement, getting in a serving or two of a probiotic food, it's not really that hard. So the most probably the most popular ones are like kombucha, yogurt. Um, I love me some kimchi, sauerkraut, right? Fermented foods. Getting in a, like kimchi, like I said, it's my favorite. Sit in the fridge. Um, I'm the only one who eats it because obviously Max isn't eating it and Katie, and she, I'm keep telling her if she just tried it, she would probably like it, but she can't get past the smell of it. But a serving is two tablespoons. So I will just, because I'm the only one eating out of it, take a spoon to it (laughs) and take a couple tablespoons. Um, A jar of that will last me well over a month. And it costs like $8. If you get a good probiotic from the store, that is like $40 to $50 per month. So you can see how some supplements are a little overrated. Now, if I were the choice between getting a probiotic supplement or no, nothing, like you're like, I'm not eating any of that food, then yes, the probiotic is probably helpful. In general, I'm talking in general with supplements that tend to be overrated because people want the easy thing. They want the thing they can put the least, um, I'm gonna say mind energy into. So it's, I'm not saying that people are lazy, I think it's this mental energy that it takes to be intentional about having certain foods to hit certain nutrients. I get that. I really do. But we have to understand also when it comes to supplements that it is not a regulated industry and you have a lot of snake oil sales, men and women, a lot of people selling crap to try to get you to believe that their stuff is going to help fix your problem, right? You see this all the time with these, 
what is it? Like I've seen weight loss gummies or what is the, um, gosh, they're, they're like typically for keto, keto dieters. Oh, I cannot think of what the, it's a type of gummy that I always see. Oh, it's going to fucking piss me off. I can't think of it. Um, but the idea is you, you eat it and it helps you stay in ketosis. And it's just like, even if there was science to prove that it's just so (laughs) splitting hairs, but it's so expensive. So that's the crap that I think is overrated. We put, we put all five of these, we put too much energy into things that don't really matter that much. And it takes away energy from the shit that does matter. What's the saying? You step over Benjamins to pick up dollar bills. That's kind of what's happening when you focus on these things. And if it if it's not like wasting your time, it is potentially hurting you. Like in the case of doing too much HIIT workouts. <sighs> okay. I feel like I'm always getting fired up on these podcasts. Well, I'm curious to know your thoughts. Uh, send me a message. Send me a message. Uh, you can find me at Instagram at ashley.aj.johnson. All right, you can find me on Facebook at Ashley AJ Johnson. I'll put the AJ in there because do you do you have any idea how many Ashley Johnsons there are? A lot. That is probably the most common name ever. Ever, ever. Thanks. Thanks, parents. Just kidding. That's what I got for you guys today. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week, day, month, all the things. And as always, stay sweaty.